The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' chair. Therefore, do whatever they teach you and follow it, but do not do as they do, for they do not practice what they teach. They tie up heavy burdens hard to bear and lay them on the shoulders of others. But they themselves are unwilling to lift a finger to move them. They do all their deeds to be seen by others. For they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. They love to have the place of honor at banquets and the best seats in the synagogues and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have them call them, have people call them rabbi. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, and you are all brothers and sisters. And call no one your father on earth, for you have one father, the one in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Christ. The greatest among you will be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. First, want to extend to those online a welcome this morning. We're happy that you could be with us. And as well, those who might be guests and visitors with us or those who might be here for the first time, we are grateful that you're here as we worship our loving God. I feel like I haven't been here for ages. I've been probably sleeping well. <laughs> Confidence in God leads to interior peace. Confidence in God leads to interior peace. Now, only this interior peace, which comes from knowing who we are in God's eyes, can give us the inner strength to be faithful to our life mission, no matter how hard and difficult it gets. Amen? Now, I want to share with you a story about a priest. His name is Father Vincent Cappadano. He was a Marinol missionary, and he became a Marine chaplain and served in the Vietnam War, exemplified this inner peace and how he was faithful to his life mission 
during his final hours. In the face of great personal danger and amid the chaos of a battlefield, his inner peace and strength enabled him to keep putting the needs of others before his own in a very powerful and dramatic way. This is an eyewitness account of the last mission of Father Vincent, who is also known as Father C and the Grunt Padre. Over the here, Vietnam, there is written a policy that if you get three Purple Hearts, you go home within 48 hours. On Labor Day, our battalion ran into trouble. When Father Capadano arrived, it was 500 Marines against 25,000 of the North Vietnamese Army. Casualties were running high, and Father C had his work cut out for him. Early in the day, he was shot through the right hand, which all but shattered his hand. One medic patched him up and tried to medvac him, but Father C declined, saying he had work to do. A few hours later, a mortar landed near him, and his left arm and it left his, rather, it left his right arm in shreds hanging from his side. Once again, the medic patched up him up, and once again, Father C refused to be evacuated. There he was, moving slowly from wounded to dead, to injured, using his left arm to support his right as he gave absolution and the last rites. When he suddenly spied a corpsman get knocked down by a burst from an automatic weapon, that young soldier was shot in the leg and couldn't move, and understandably, he's panicked. Father C ran out to him and positioned himself between this injured young soldier and that automatic weapon that was firing. Suddenly, the weapon opened up again and this time, it riddled Father C. From the back of his head, all the way down to his spine. And with this third Purple Heart of the day, Father C went home. Not all of us will ever have to face 
bullets from automatic weapons. Yet, we do have to face challenges, temptations, and hardships. And we do, each of us, we have a mission to accomplish in life. Amen? Ooh, you're not believing me. But you'll believe me by the end. As we learn to find peace in Jesus Christ, to put our confidence fully in God's grace, we can do so with that same calm, humble, self-sacrificing, Christ-like love. Each one of us are capable of it, without a doubt. God is the source of all grace, all light, and all hope. If we look anywhere else for stability in our lives, sooner or later, we will be deeply disappointed and unsatisfied. Amen? Better. Now, this is the point that the prophet Malachi makes in that first reading. He is trying to get selfish, corrupt priests to get back to the basics. He wants them to stop fighting among themselves and creating their little cliques of self-absorbed followers. He reminds them that we have, we, have we all not the one Father, has not the one God created all of us? That question can be asked of us as well. Now Jesus is trying to do the same thing in the Gospel from Matthew. He is explaining to his followers that the scribes and the Pharisees have lost touch with the source and purpose of their service to the people of God. They have become arrogant and self-centered, thinking their wisdom comes from themselves. Yet God is the source of all wisdom, goodness, and grace. He is the Father of us all. And the rabbis and priests are his messengers, not his managers. Even St. Paul, in that second reading, expresses his joy because the Thessalonians recognized the message he brought them. They recognized it as being from God and not from him, St. Paul. It's easy, us, it's easy for us to forget this most essential truth. It's easy for us to start expecting fulfillment 
happiness, and meaning to come from our achievements, our relationships, our reputations, and any number of other transient sources. Yet true, lasting meaning and happiness can only come from God alone. That which will be lasting as we accept and absorb that truth, we will then begin to experience spiritual stability. We'll experience it in the depth of our lives, an interior peace that nothing can disturb. Just like that peace described in today's psalm. And you, Lord, the psalmist writes, as he described his soul as being like a little child in his mother's arms. In you, Lord, I have found my peace. So how do we take all of what the Lord is presenting to us? How do we make it real in our lives? Well, we need to check up on our spiritual foundation. This kind of interior peace and stability that God wants to give us, he wants us to have it as a sure anchor in our storms. And we're facing storms all the time. And God wants us to be able to help others weather their storms too. So we need to ask ourselves, how deep does our spiritual foundation go? How deep is our faith? Can we repeat the words of the psalmist with all our heart? In you, Lord, I have found my peace. Or are we trying to find it somewhere else? And if not, if we are not finding it in God, we need to take some time to do some self-reflection. If we are not building and solidifying and reinforcing our lives on the foundation of God's love for us, of his passionate, and I'm talking deeply passionate interest in us, then what is happening is we are building on some other foundation. What is it? It could be the false foundation of our achievements. We may think interior peace and satisfaction will come once we reach a particular career milestone 
get into a specific university, complete a certain degree, or make a certain level and amount of money. It also could be the false foundation of pleasure. Here, what happens is we become vulnerable. We become vulnerable to addictions of all kinds and to overindulgence. And what that does is it leads to unbalance in our lives, an unhealthy situation. It could also be the foundation, the false foundation of popularity. We might want attention for whatever reasons. If we find ourselves disobeying our conscience, that inner voice that speaks within us, and renouncing our friendship with Jesus out of fear, out of fear of what other people will say about us or think about us, we will never experience the peace that only the Lord Jesus gives us. So as we continue our worship of God at this Holy Mass, we ask the Holy Spirit to give us two things. One, the interior enlightenment to identify where our spiritual foundations are. And second, the inner strength to start laying a new foundation, a true foundation, one built on God's wisdom, love, and grace. If we need to, and if we don't need a brand new one, the Holy Spirit, which resides in us, we are a temple of that Holy Spirit, that Holy Spirit will gladly help us repair the one we have. I believe we can do this. I believe God wants us to have it. But we need to stay close to God. So remember, my friends, confidence in God leads to interior peace. Amen? Ah, the best one of all.